2020 has been a challenging year for all of us, as I talk about on the Quiet Mind Astrology podcast. Some major transits that are still going for another two years or so. So lots of challenges, setbacks, delays, obstacles, limitations, and restrictions. And specifically in the yoga community, no yoga studios. Maybe there are some that are open in your area, but originally the reason I made this podcast was because I found a yoga class I loved and the teacher moved away and I didn't find a teacher I resonated with for a while after that. And I just wish there were more online resources. So I set out from then 10 years ago, 11 years ago to make something like this. So this is for you and all over the world. And I'm always grateful to hear your feedback. Uh, but if you've fallen out of a regular practice, maybe you listen to these podcasts once a week, maybe you used to go to a class three days a week, five days a week. If you've fallen out of your practice and you want to get back on track, I've created a free challenge for you. It's five days challenge. It's all on Facebook Live called Deepen Your Practice, a five-day challenge to build strength, flexibility, and balance. Totally free. You just sign up at quietmind.yoga/challenge, and I'll send you daily emails and updates and links to the live classes. And if you can't be there live, watch the recording. And this is all about just getting in the routine because, as I learned in my first teacher training, if you want to start a new habit, you don't start with "I'm going to do two hours every morning at 4 a.m." You start with "I'm going to do a couple minutes." when it works for me at my convenience and, and build this routine. And maybe it's okay. Now I do 20 minutes every day at this time and build that routine. And this is to help build that routine for you, but also to give you some new depth and insight into your practice that maybe you haven't heard before some new tips and insights and things that are straight out of my quiet mind yoga teacher training. So that's coming up in two weeks and there still are a few spaces left in that. If you're interested, you can go to quietmind.yoga slash YTT, check out the teacher training. But if you just want some guidance, some support, and some highlights of the teacher training, that's in this free challenge, quietmind.yoga slash challenge. Now, for those of you with a more strong practice, uh, this practice today is for you. So do the, the five-day challenge with a friend. Maybe somebody who's new to yoga even can still deepen their practice, right? I, one of my first teacher training, my second teacher training that I did, Somebody who came into class had never done a single yoga class before. Uh, so that was their introduction. And I think that totally is doable. You can do no training and jump into a yoga teacher training. You can do no training and maybe jump into this class. I wouldn't recommend this class today for a complete beginner. Uh, you might be a little in over your head. It's a more advanced class. It's considered like a power vinyasa class. So I like to teach all the range of styles from meditation and stillness to power vinyasa, strong yang movements, arm balances, crow pose, side crow, all that will be here, all the inversions in today's practice. I know these classes are just as popular as the yin ones, so that's kind of fun. We like our yin and yang. So I hope you enjoyed today's practice. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, I always love to hear. You can reach out to me at jeremy.quietmind on Instagram and see the show notes for all the links to where to contact me and see my other podcasts. And again, jump on board with the challenge. It'll be super fun. It's going to be a lot of energy. And I'm going to be sharing some of the best things that I've learned in my 17 plus years in health and wellness, my 11 years in practicing yoga and 
uh, nine years now as a teacher. So I, I have a lot of fun things to share in there and insights, and there'll be some fun prizes at the end if you happen to complete all five days. Quietmind.yoga/challenge, And that's all for me right now. Hope you enjoy your practice and have a great rest of your week. So let's start with the child's pose. Have your knees apart, hips towards the heels. And begin to take slower, deeper breaths down to the lower belly. Walk your arms over to your left to create a side bend. Breathe into the right ribs. Walk your hands to the right. Breathe into the left ribs. And then walk your hands back to the center, up to hands and knees to bring both arms forward. Hips stay over the knees as you let the chest sink down. You could either have forehead down or if your neck's feeling really open, you can have your chin on the ground. And create a little length here through both sides and the space to breathe through all, throughout all of the torso. Ribs expanding on the inhales. And I'll thread the right arm underneath, right shoulder down towards the ground. Breathing into the upper back under the right shoulder. Take any variation with the arms you want here. Could I add on by having your left leg extend back, pressing into the left foot. Emphasizing the breath in the upper back, in the back of the lungs. And then we'll come back to center over to the other side, same thing. And back to center, to hands and knees. And bring your hands off of the mat onto the wood floor and make any movements that you want in the spine, the hips, shoulders. You could stay still in one spot or just keep moving around here. Becoming more fluid in your body, less tense, less linear. And we'll come back to the center, 
Hands back under shoulders to downward facing dog, easing into down dog, bend one knee at a time. So we've created a lot of space to breathe. Now we'll start to activate all the major muscles of the body. Come forward to plank pose, shoulders over wrist. Hold and breathe here. If you want this to be a little more active, press your hands down and energetically drag them back towards the feet. It's a subtle difference, but you'll feel your core engage more. And you can energetically drag your feet towards your hands. They don't actually move. It's like you try to start to move in that direction and engages the deeper core muscles even more. Chaturanga or knees down, Chaturanga. Cobra or upward facing dog. Hold here for a moment. Awesome. Back to downward facing dog. Forward to plank pose. This time, if you want a little more challenge, lift your right leg. Still with that, if you did it before, that sort of pushing down and sort of pulling back with the hands and switch legs. And to chaturanga. Cobra or up dog. And back to down dog. Right, so adding on a little bit more to that, come forward to plank, shoulders over wrists, high push up position. Now, again, you can lift the right leg and you can add lifting the left arm as well. So, opposite arm and leg lift, finding your balance here. And then switch. And lower down all the way to your belly this time for locust pose. Reach the arms back, lift the heart. And have your palms face down. And then you could turn the thumbs up a little bit towards the ceiling away from center. So that gives you external rotation in the shoulders, a little more room for the shoulders. Activating all the major muscles of the back of the body. Welcome, glad you're here. And then lower everything down, back to down dog, stretching all the major muscles of the back of the body. Lift your right leg back to open the hip and you could just stay there. You can make movements in the right leg if you want. And step the right foot all the way forward into a lunge, right knee over the ankle, back heel lifting, and float your arms up into a high crescent lunge. Arms could stay up in a sort of V shape, or you could have elbows bend if that feels better on the shoulders. And slowly lower the hands down, step forward to forward fold at the front of the mat. Any variation of this, you could hold opposite elbows, you could let the head hang down. You 
can shift your weight a little forward or back or side to side, just kind of feeling out the forward fold, Uttanasana. Knees bent to chair pose, rooting down through the feet. And the hands can be at the heart or arms extend in a V-shape here. Focus the gaze at a single spot. Let the hips sink down a tiny bit more. As you inhale, come up to stand and reach the arms. And catch your right wrist, reach to the side, to your left. You could turn a little bit towards the ground, rotating the spine or a little towards the ceiling. Sometimes there's different areas of tension you can get into with this. And we'll come back to center over to the other side. And then back to center, back to chair pose. And lower the hands back to down dog or chaturanga up dog, down dog if you want. Left leg reaches back to open the hip with a bend in the knee, heel towards the tail. Again, you can make little movements here if you want. And set the left foot all the way forward to a lunge. Strong, stable legs, light hands, floating the arms up to a high crescent lunge. Again, arms can be up in a V shape or elbows bend if you prefer, depending on how your upper shoulders are feeling today. And then lower the hands down, step forward to the forward fold. Bend the knees, chair pose. And reach all the way up to stand, inhale. Exhale to fold down, forward fold. Inhale, lift halfway up. Exhale back to down dog or chaturanga, up dog, down dog. Inhale, right leg back. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. And exhale to warrior two. Back heel down, arms extend out. Focus the gaze over the front middle fingers. And here, just like we did before with like the plank pose, you could energetically push down with your feet and apart from the center to help engage and strengthen adductors, inner thighs. Turn the palms up, reverse warrior to reach back. Straighten the front knee to go further back and keep this length in your right side as you come to triangle pose, right hand inside the ankle or to a block inside the ankle. Left arm straight up or you can wrap it around the back if you want. Gaze can be down, Stretching the neck or up, strengthening the neck. Back to warrior two. Float the hands down, 
Down dog or vinyasa here. Move with your breath. Inhale, lift the left leg back. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. Exhale to warrior two. Hold, breathe here. Again, pressing down and apart from center with the feet. Lower traps on the back, contracting. Shoulder blades down and together. So even though the arms are extending, there's this strengthening in the upper back. Fingers actively reaching out to the front and the back of the room. Palms turn up, reverse warrior, reach back. Straighten front knee, go further back. Triangle pose, left hand inside the ankle. Again, any variation on this side, checking in, listening to your body, doing what feels right for you. Back to warrior two. Float the hands down to down dog or vinyasa here. Forward to plank, shoulders over the wrist. Right hand comes a little bit forward from center, side plank. Stacking the feet to the right edge of the right foot. Left arm lifts, left leg could lift here, adding more. Focus the gaze, steady breath, and back to plank. Reset the hands under the shoulders to bring the left hand a little bit forward, side plank. Back to center, all the way down to the belly for locust pose. And this time, either arms like a W shape, T shape, or V shape. Any version of this for the shoulders from locust. So adding a little more strengthening to the shoulders and arms, setting us up for a more arm balance work here. So always building strength, balance, and flexibility. In this first part of class, really focusing on the strength and the balance. Lower the hands down. Come back to hands and knees. And up to the front of the mat. Two set of four bakasana. So feet together. So the way I, I, I like to teach this is have your feet together to start and your knees come apart. So you're already in where you're going to end up. You're starting where you're going to end up in bakasana. But you just, all you got to do once you get there is press into the hands and lift the heels in. So we'll have the hands on the floor like you're doing a push-up or like a plank. And then, so is that step one? Step two is the hips lift. Step three, uh, shins to triceps. Step four, one heel comes in. And then step five, the other heel comes in. And you can point the toes and use your fingers to kind of grip. Hold and breathe. If you, if you got to hold and breathe, like three to five breaths. And then you could shoot back to vinyasa, so chaturanga, up, dog, down, down.
good. <laughs> All right. So let's walk up to the front of the mat and we can practice that, that shooting back thing a little bit. So you all, you all had Bakasana, just the shooting back thing was maybe a little hard. So let's, let's practice that a little bit. So from Bakasana, what you can do is lean into your hands a little more, kind of grip with your fingers, and then maybe you just let one leg back. So you're in like half Bakasana, Ardha Bakasana, and then step back. So just practicing that part a little bit. So you just have uh, a little bit of weight difference. So you're kind of in the pose, and then maybe just one leg reaches back. <laughs> nice. How's it feel? <laughs> Have you done that before? Have you ever done this shooting back thing before? Yeah. Cool. You did it. Is okay. Yeah. What what part is hard for you? What is the hardest part? You think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, we can uh, build up a little of the core strength and come back to it later and see if it changes. Uh, so let's come back to down dog. And we'll build our, our balance a little bit more uh, and the core strength a little bit more. So let's come down to uh, or forward to plank pose. And then elbows down to forearm plank. And knees down to the belly. So we'll create a, a wave of motion through the spine here from sphinx pose with forearms down to peel the spine off the floor, engaging the abdominals to hips to knees to forearm plank. And once you're at the top, you could lift your left leg for a moment and then go back down. And then when you come back up next time, you lift the other leg. So just creating a wave of motion through the spine to come up and down from sphinx to forearm plank. So you're basically practicing turning on and turning off the deep core muscles, the transverse abdominals. The next time you come to forearm plank, we'll stay there and hold and breathe. And then to dolphin pose, start to walk the feet in a little bit. So from your upper, lower body is like down dog, upper body is in the forearm, on the forearms. Good. And then from here, we'll come back to the forearm plank. We'll come back to that later. So we'll come up to, uh, or down to the belly, back to the hands. So we can come back to down dog. All right, so start to work with our balance here. So have your right leg reach back, inhale. 
Exhale to step forward to lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. Exhale to bend the elbow, shoulders down the back. Reach the arms pointing back. Lean forward and float off the back leg any amount to warrior three. Focus the gaze at a single spot. Hands could reach back or hands at heart or arms reach forward. Warrior three. Back to warrior two. Back foot lowers. Left hand to left hip for side or for a half moon. Left leg lifts up here as the right hand could lower to the block or to the floor or floating. And back to warrior two. Straighten the front knee and reach the left hand inside of the foot or to a block for revolved triangle. Both legs stay straight. Back heel can lift to make this a little easier. Right hand on your low back and rotate or lengthen the spine, then rotate to the right. Awesome. And then once you've got the, all that, the right arm could extend up, but it's the last part of the posture. down a little bit because here your shoulders in line everything's in line so then rotate a little more from here a little more length and then we'll lower the hands down and step forward to forward fold chair pose rooting down through both feet Building our balance a little more, shift your weight into your right foot. Let the left foot just hover off the ground, even as you sink the right knee, bend the right knee deeper. And switch. Deepen the bend in the left knee. And come all the way up to stand. Inhale to reach the arms up. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale to lift halfway up. Exhale to vinyasa or down dog. Inhale, left leg back. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. And exhale, lean forward for warrior three. Have your knee right over the ankles. Keep going back. Starting about there. So now vertical chin. Now you can lean forward and float up. Nice. Strong right glutes, especially here to help support the back leg. Press up towards my hand with your leg up, up, up. Yeah. And then back to warrior two.
Right hand to right hip, left hand towards the left corner for Ardha Chandrasana Half Moon. At first, you can use a lot of weight in the left hand to help you find the balance, but then less weight as you build the stability here. Good. <laughs> and back to warrior two. And straighten the front knee, reach the right hand inside of the foot or to a block for revolved triangle. Long spine like locust. And then rotating from that length. Left hands on the low back to help you guide your spine into position. And once you're there, the left arm could extend a little more length like locust. Nice. And we'll lower the hands down, step forward to forward fold. Bend the knees to chair pose. Shift into your right foot. Let the left foot lift across the ankle over the thigh, like, like a pigeon, standing pigeon. And you can keep the hands at the heart or lower hands to a block or to the floor. And once the fingers can touch the floor, start to bend the knee more, maybe lowering, leaning into the hands to the floor. And there's an arm balance here eventually, like Bakasana. You could start to shift into the hands and bring the back heel in towards your tail. Right, so with this one, eventually you want your foot, um, so I'll mirror you. So your, your shins are on your arms, right? So you're really supporting that shin with the arms. And then the back leg is pressing into the shin. That's it. Good. That's good for today. That's great. There you go. All right. So we'll switch to the other side. Same thing, starting with chair. And then right ankle over left thigh. Bending into the left knee. Maybe hands touch the floor. Yeah, and then you want your, your toes to kind of hook around your arm. And your arms are supporting the shin. Lean into the hands like crow. Then we'll slowly start to transition from here back to stand to reach the arms up. 
And catch the left wrist to your right. Back to center to the other side. And to the center to bend the elbows, lift the heart, interlace the hands behind the back to fold at the waist. Arms coming overhead. So a little bit of releasing tension in those outer hips. We strengthen a lot. So bend your left knee and turn the left shoulder towards the left knee, right shoulder towards the right side of the room. You'll likely feel this in the outer right hip. That's what we're going for here. And we'll switch to the other side. Bend the right knee, right shoulder towards the knee. And into the center, both legs straight, arms still overhead. Release the hands down. And step back to down dog or chaturanga up dog, down dog. Look between the hands, step or hop to the front. And come all the way down to your tail for Navasana boat pose. Legs extend, palms up, and gaze at the right big toe. Keeping as much length in the spine as you can on your tail here, avoiding the rounding of the back. Now, like you're doing crow, knees towards the armpits, arms press forward, rounding the back for this one. And back to Navasana boat, legs extend. And then lower your low back to the floor, Ardha Navasana, everything else still lifting like you're doing a sit-up. And then like you're doing crow on your back, knees towards the armpits, arms pressed towards the ceiling. And like you're doing a handstand, extend the arms and legs. Legs are lifting off the floor, just your shoulders and your tail are on the floor. Now, knees together, side crow sort of thing on your back. So arms reach outside your left leg. Knees together towards the armpit. And then, like you're doing handstand, reach the arms and legs. Side crow to your right. Knees together, arms to the right. Handstand on your back. Crow pose on the back. Ardha Navasana, lifting head and shoulders. Navasana up to the tail. Side crow here to your left. Navasana, side crow to your right. Navasana and feet together. Baddha bound angle. Lengthen the spine and just fold round over the legs here for a moment, letting everything relax. And we'll come back up to sitting and come back to hands and knees. We'll start to go into some deeper twists, building more of this core strength and stability here. So from here, we'll have the... Uh, Right foot step forward, right knee over the ankle. 
and hands come together at the heart in this low lunge. Lift your left side, left elbow to come outside of the right knee into a twist. Turn the chest towards the hands. Tuck the back toes to lift the back knee. And now keep the same general shape as you stand up. Arms open out into a T. Back hand reaches down the back leg, creating more space to the left side. And reach the left hand all the way forward to the floor or a block as you lift the back leg. Revolved half moon. Opening right arm to the right. And you can use a block here as well. Maybe try a block under the hand here. Rotating from the ribs. Nice, and the arm could reach out. You could stay here or bend the back knee, reach for the top of the foot. Awesome. And slowly release the standing splits, folding over the front leg, lifting the back leg any amount. Now keep everything the same. Just walk your hands over to the right a little bit. It stretches different hamstrings. There's three muscles there, three long muscles in the back of the right leg. And keep everything the same. Just walk your hands over to the left. And then back to center. Lower left foot down to meet the right, the forward fold. Bring the feet together to bend in the knees to chair pose. And bring the left elbow outside the right knee here. It's okay if your left knee and hip comes a little bit forward, if that feels natural for you. It's a little bit more compressed in this twist here. And then back to chair. And back up to stand to inhale and reach up. Exhale to fold, come back to down dog or chaturanga up dog, down dog. Now we'll twist to the other side, left foot forward into the lunge. Right knee is down to start. We'll have the hands together at the heart. Reach the right side to the twist, hands towards the heart. Tuck the back toes to lift the back knee, strong core, strong legs, strong spine. Keep everything the same as you stand up, reaching the arms out. Reach the hand, back hand down the back leg. And now right hand all the way to the floor, lifting the back leg for revolved half moon. And you could stay just like that or bend the right knee, reach for the top of the foot. Lower the hand, standing splits. 
keep everything the same here and walk your hands to the left. So you feel a different stretch in the back of the left leg. And walk the hands to the right. And to the center, to forward fold, both feet down. Bend the knees to chair pose, feet together for this one. And long right side to come to the twist, elbow outside the knee. Deepen the bend in the knees, sink the hips down. It's okay if the right knee and hip comes a little bit forward, if that feels more natural for you. And then back to the chair, to forward fold. And bring the feet together. So set up for side crow. And uh, one, one way you could do this is have your feet come all the way to the right side off of your mat. Just to get the sort of alignment of the hands to make sense. And then have your right elbow outside the knee, hands pointing forward, just like if you're doing uh, plank pose on your mat. Right, so all both fingers or both hands, all ten fingers pointing forward. So that's step one, setting up. And then step two, you lift your tail. Step three, bend the left knee, sort of sinking into like a bakasana. And then the step, the last step is you bring the back foot in. Awesome. And we'll slowly come down and come over to the other side, feet off the mat to your left side of your mat, legs together, and then arms reaching out, setting up like that plank position with the hands. Lift the hips, shift over to Bakasana arms, bottom heel in, then the other. You could lean into the block if that's helpful, if you want. And then we'll slowly come back to center, to uh, forward fold again, just releasing legs, hips, upper body, everything, letting go of effort. And Vakasana one more time is that first crow pose, feet together, knees apart, knees towards the triceps, heels and towards the tail. And then maybe press into the hands and kick the legs back to Chaturanga, up dog, down dog if you want, or back to child's pose when you're ready. Nice. And we'll all meet back in child's pose. Either knees apart, arms forward, or knees together, arms back.
And we'll come up to hands and knees. And we'll practice a little bit of inversions and then the rest of all the flexibility and deeper stretches. So we'll start with the headstand, the hands interlaced, creating a little basket for the head. Sort of a triangle base with the arms. Lower body like down dog. Then walk your feet in till they can't go anymore. And then one heel in towards the belly and then the other. And work on holding here, knees in before going up. If you can get the knees in, then the next part will easily come naturally. So hands like a triangle basket for the head. Lower body like down dog. And walk your feet in so they can't go anymore. So there's a little weight on the head, but uh, if you're very experienced with this, you don't have to have any weight on the head. And once you can keep the knees in, then you can go up to uh, bring the legs up if you want. Okay. And we'll hold and breathe several breaths for headstand. Now slowly come back down. Awesome. All right, so since everyone was able to get there, we could try another version of that where you keep your legs straight. So it's more hip flexor strength to get to this one. Same setup, head down, lower body like down dog and walk your feet in so they can't go anymore. And then without bending the knees, you press a little bit more into the, the hands and then you start to float the legs up. And maybe today you just do a little hop, a little bit. And hold, once you can get to 90 degrees, if it's your first time doing it, you can hold there. That's a good way to build strength. Uh -huh. Well, you're, you're a little above 90. There, oh, it's a tough spot. <laughs> it's probably the hardest spot to hold them. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> good. But... With practice, it's, if you can do the other one, you know, it's not too far off to do that. And then you can slowly lift and lower them. And we'll come back down. And then last inversion practice will be the forearm balance. So forearms are down, lower body like down dog. And then you can work on kicking one leg up. So this, this one, we got one leg vertical and the other leg can bend a little to kind of hop you up towards the forearm balance. You can use a wall space if you want for this too. There's a lot of wall space. And another uh, trick you can do is have your hands, the block between your hands. Yeah, just like that. You can hold like this or palms up, palms facing each other.
Okay. <laughs> Close. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Good, good. <laughs> All right. So now just going into our deeper flexibility, longer holds. I'll come up to pigeon pose, right knee towards the right wrist, left leg straight back. So you could stay upright. You could work on the king pigeon if you want, bending the back knee, or you can come down to rest if you want. Awesome. So we have at least about a minute with each of these poses. We'll go through all of the area of the hips, releasing tension throughout the hips and the hamstrings. We'll start to come up to the other side. You can make any movements you want in between. And take your time to transition. And then we'll start to transition out of here.
And eventually we'll come to sitting. So we have the feet together, knees apart for Baddha Konasana, bound angle again. Lengthen the spine, keeping as much length as you can to make the movement come from the hip flexors as you hinge forward over the legs. Hands could press on the feet or massage the feet if there's some tension there. It's okay if the back starts to round once you're already feeling the stretch in the inner hips, the adductors. We'll start to come back up. Shana Shushasana, the right leg extends, left foot to the thigh. Find your sit bones under the tail. So you're starting the stretch from there all the way through your uh, right toes pointing back. Fingers help you extend the spine and fold at the waist over the leg any amount. And it'll slowly come back up. Switch sides, same thing. Left leg extends, right foot to the thigh. And again, feel your sit bones where the hamstrings originate, starting from the sit bones. And flex your left toes back towards the knee. Long spine to fold from the hip flexors over the legs. And we'll start to come back up. Feet on the floor, knees bend, feet on the floor, setting up for a deer pose. So hands are behind you to start. And let your knees fall to your left. So you get the right knee into the left arch of the foot. Turn towards the back of the mat. So you come down to the hands or elbows or block. 
for deer pose. And then we'll start to come back up to center. And same thing to the other side. Let your knees fall to the right. Left knee to the arch of the foot. Turning towards the back of the mat. And this side might be a little different. Just kind of feeling it out. You can do any little variation of this that you want. Slowly come back to center, to Shavasana, final resting pose when you're ready. So just lay down, have the knees in. You can make little transitions if you want, maybe happy baby pose or just rocking side to side. And when you're ready, just have the legs extend out, arms relax beside you. The back of the body become heavy. The front of the body light from the practice.
Now start to move the fingers and toes, hands and feet, arms and legs. Eventually start to come up to sitting again. We'll close the practice with the hands together at the heart, bowing the mind to the heart, to each other. Thank you for practicing today. Namaste.